Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com, and I'm joined once again with Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hey, Steve. How you doing? I'm doing really good. Um, you are working on a three-article series for us, um, and the first of these, and it's, it is really how to emotionally connect with your spouse. Um, the first part is building the emotional connections with your spouse. Mm-hmm. And so in the, in the coming weeks, uh, listeners out there, you can uh, come back often and you'll see that we have the second and third part up to go along with uh, this one that we're going to talk about today, um, which is really about, well, getting started and building the emotional connections and validation of uh, emotions and feelings and perspectives and things. Um, so first thing, Karen, is when building these emotional connections, uh, you start by stating that everyone has their own view of the world. And to me, this sounds like the first step is to really embrace, I guess, hopefully the individuality that uh, brought you and your spouse together in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I think that people love when they you start out saying, oh, I have this in common with you and I have this in common with you and looking for the similarities. And, you know, a lot of people feel like that's why we get together with people because we match so well. But what we also should uh, really embrace is that we are two different people and that that is part of what's attracting us to each other, that we're going to learn from each other and that we're going to grow from our differences and certainly, it is a very big mistake to go into a marriage thinking, oh, I'm going to change my partner so that they're going to be like me. We really have to respect our differences because if we have an attitude of either thinking we're going to change our partner or at least not respect that they are an individual in their own right, then that's going to really lead to a lot of problems down the line. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we do absolutely have to embrace that. Okay. And, and in your article, you uh, give a couple analogies to kind of help uh, get this point across and so it resonates uh, with the readers. Uh, would you mind sharing that book analogy with our listeners? <laughs> I thought that was really great. Yeah, well, when I'm trying to teach this concept to my class, what I do is I hold up a book, just a regular book, it could be any book, and what I say to them is, as I'm holding this book, each obviously book has a front side and a back side, as I'm holding this book up, what side of the book are you looking at? And of course, they're all looking at the front side of the book, but at the same moment, I'm looking at the back side of the book. And so I say to them, you know, okay, you're looking at the front, but what side am I looking at? And they get it. They say, oh, well, you're looking at the back. So at that same moment, they can get the perspective that they're seeing one side of it, and I'm seeing a totally different side of the same situation, so to speak, metaphorically. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's part of the thing that a lot of couples forget is, sure, you guys may have experienced the same thing or seen the same thing, but 
they forget that you might be looking at the front and they might be looking at the back. That's right. That we, we are going to have the exact same situation, but we're going to have a different perspective on it. There, that's because there's no absolute reality. Everybody has their own reality of the situation. Mm-hmm. And, and how can our listeners apply these skills of acknowledging? Is it just a simple act of recognizing that your partner has their own point of view and that that point of view is just as valid as yours? You know what? Yes. <laughs> that sounds too yes. simple. <laughs> it is that simple. Um, you know, I, I can't tell you how often I'm working with couples or even within my own marriage where it becomes so frustrating because all I want my husband to do is to say, wow, you know, I understand that that's, you know, that that makes you feel badly. And if he would do just that, it would just change totally how I feel as opposed to trying to fix it or as opposed to trying to get me to see it differently, just to say, you know, oh, wow, (laughs) that's it. So, yeah, it is that simple. And when I work with couples, very often that is what creates a lot of the problem because the other partner will not validate the upset partners, uh, you know, whatever it is that they're seeing. Okay. And, okay, now another thing that you mentioned in your article is uh, the, the traffic accident analogy where multiple witnesses will watch, witness a tra- traffic accident, but they all have right. their own accounts of what takes place. Now, in some instances, some people are just flat wrong in what mm-hmm. they see. Um, now, if, if you know that your spouse and you recognize and validate that your spouse has their own account of things, but you know that their point of view is wrong, um, can you correct them, and how would you go about doing that? Well, you know, sometimes, okay, let's say, for instance, that they're telling a story and you know the facts are absolutely wrong or whatever, okay? Mm -hmm. You certainly can't do that initially because whenever somebody is reacting emotionally, you cannot be logical with them. Emotions are always going to um, be what's going to... Uh, be energized first and has to be responded to first. And here's another little analogy that I give to people. If you've got two children and they both fall down the stairs and one of them has a broken bone and the other one is bleeding, they're both hurt, but you've got to take care of the one who's bleeding first because that's the one that has more of an emergency. You must take care of the emotion first. If you try to be logical with somebody, who is having an emotional reaction, that's going to go nowhere real fast. As a matter of fact, it's just going to probably end up in a bigger fight. So you validate first. And when the person feels understood, when the person feels that they really have been heard, which is really that their emotions are meaningful, then they will calm calm down. And then you can raise it and say, but you know, as I think about it, I think that this is what may have happened. And then once they feel heard, they're going to be more willing to consider, you know, the factuality or the logic or the actuality, any way that you want to put it. But you can't do that first because that's just going to, you know, really start an argument. Okay. Okay. And, and are there any other tricks or steps that a, that a couple can take or should take uh, when using these validating techniques? Well, the only thing I would say is that if you're going to validate your partner, truly validate them. Don't do it half-heartedly. In other words, 
don't um, roll your eyes. Like you say, yeah, I, I got that you're upset. <laughs> or, you know, with the, of course, I, you can't see me over this podcast, but you, you laughed. You heard yeah. it in my tone. Sure. So don't roll your eyes or don't use a tone. Something which indicates that you're not really validating. So if you're going to do it, then truly validate it. Again, with the concept that you are respecting that this other person has a different world view. And from their point of view, from the way they see the world, this is how they experienced it. Okay. Um, okay. That's all you have to do. Okay. This sounds like a really simple thing. And I hope uh, everybody out there practices this because it can go a really long way. Um, oh, it really does. It absolutely does. Um, and again, I just want to add one more little thing. Um, I'm speaking stereotypically, but I think that guys have a harder time doing this um, because guys tend to want to fix things. So they're going to run in there and charge with all their antidotes for if you do this, you do this, you do this. It's going to help me solve this for you. And really, all a guy has to do is say, wow, this really stinks or, gee, this is really a lousy situation. And that's enough. Yeah. This, you know what, Karen, this is a little bit of a tangent, but I'm going to do it anyway. Have you seen the movie White Men Can't Jump? You know, I did, but it was a really long time ago. This is totally the situation where Woody Harrelson and his girlfriend, Rosie Perez, are in the bed, and she tells him that she's thirsty, and mm -hmm. he wants to get her a glass of water, and mm -hmm. then she has this really long lecture about how she doesn't want him to fix the situation and get her a glass of water. He, she just wants him to validate that yeah. she's thirsty and that she, right. he knows what it's like to feel thirsty and it drives him insane. And, but this is exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I'm not going to go into details, but I just had a situation with my husband a couple of weeks ago where I was explaining a situation to him that really hurt me tremendously. And in the end, the end of the story is he felt so badly for me and that he couldn't fix it that he basically negated what I was feeling. And if he had just said to me, I just feel sad for you, I know that that hurts, I would have been fine because there wasn't anything he could do to fix it. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, you know, and I maybe I'll write an article because what guys don't know is that sometimes all you have to do is say, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> And I think, I think we can do a good job of shutting up sometimes. So we just have to learn how to do it. And this is actually a good segue. So the next podcast, um, that, 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 this will do it for this one. The next podcast, we will talk about um, connecting with your spouse through empathy. So yeah. I think this is a, a really good segue into that one. Um, okay. So uh, until next time, Karen. So thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Always uh, enjoy being able to talk about these things and get this information out there to help. And, and, and uh, for everybody else out there, uh, please be sure to visit uh, Dr. Karen Sherman's websites, choicerelationships.com, also drkarensherman.com. And uh, if you haven't yet, please pick up her book, uh, award-winning book, Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. And uh, of course, you can find her content on hitchedmag.com. Thanks again, Karen. Until next time. Thank you, Steve. Bye-bye. Okay, bye, everybody. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.